Welcome back to Capitalize Your Fridays. I'm Mike Williams, founder of Altius Financial. And I'm Taylor Dennis, Senior Wealth Design Specialist of Altius Financial. So guess what? What? I won the lottery. <laughs> no way. No, just kidding. <laughs> that, that's our topic for today. What, what, what happens if you win the lottery? Yeah. What do you do next? What's the next steps? Okay, well, before we hop into our discussion, I do want to do a quick little reminder. You guys are all used to this. I got that disclaimer, just trying to make sure that everyone knows that our podcasts are meant to be more of just kind of fun banter, hopefully some financial information that'll maybe lead you to making some good next steps. But definitely reach out to your financial team, your investment team, if you have any questions about your specific plan or any investments you'd like to make. For those of you who maybe don't have a financial team at this point, feel free to reach out to us. We're always looking for great um, education-focused clients who are interested in this type of learning. So reach out to us, taylor at altiusfinancial.com or michael at altiusfinancial.com or definitely check out our website, www.altiusfinancial.com. Okay, so... You didn't really win the lottery. <laughs> no, I didn't win the lottery after all, um, unfortunately. Although, I mean, that brings up a whole different topic for me is when we say, you know, would I even want to win the lottery? I don't know. How do you feel about that? Would you want to win the lottery? Every time it gets to like the, I don't know, 100 million billion kajillion dollars, the one that goes on the news because it's so big, I usually put in a dollar too, which I yeah. know I'm just contributing to the problem I feel at that point. I know it's so big that that's even lessening my chances of winning. Yeah, I wouldn't say but. it's compi- you know it's contributing to the winner. I mean, I, yeah. I wouldn't say it's contributing to the problem. I, I, I you know, we could talk about this maybe after we uh, discuss some of the impacts that a big life change like that might have. But yeah. uh, I don't necessarily gamble that way, and and a, and a lottery ticket is definitely a gamble. But I think it's really an important and fun discussion to talk about for our listeners. And hey, you never know. Maybe someone will win the lottery. I, I actually did early in my career have a couple of people who won not the gazillion, you know, billion <laughs> type of lotteries, but yeah. significant sums of money. Um, and that maybe soured my attitude on people who who actually win lotteries or, or that kind of process because uh, they didn't really do a good job with it. Um, but you know, I think if people continue listening and we share how the next steps in the process of a major life change, I think that could be helpful. Yeah. So do you want to start with the first step? So the first step, I mean, obviously a person gets excited. You know, if you have a massive amount of wealth, you know, let's say it's a million dollars. You know, obviously the first step is to claim, you know, to make sure that you verify that you win and that you actually do get the money. And and you have to, I think you have to go through a process of uh, signing the back of the ticket and having your identification ready and yeah. and to make the claim and, and the reason for signing the ticket is so that someone else doesn't you know make off with your winnings. Um, so that, that's the first step, right, is to make the claim. Yeah. And so after you've you made the claim, you're you're going into the I don't know where you go into, but you're going the in. official state <laughs> office of lottery winners. Yes. <laughs> and you're saying, OK, I want to get my money. Um, one interesting thing is some states allow you to remain anonymous. And so we would likely advise, unless you're, you've already posted it all over your social media and took a photo with your winning ticket and said, I'm a billionaire now, or I'm a millionaire. Um, if you haven't yet decided to tell the whole world, it might be helpful 
maybe to choose not to tell the whole world. Yeah, I would say I would say not might Taylor. I, mean, yeah. I think it's I think it's crucial if someone has that kind of a winnings, that kind of a life change, that they shouldn't immediately. That would be the worst thing in my mind to do is post it all, all over social media. I mean, obviously, you want to have people that you're close to uh, celebrate with you, and but it's amazing how that kind of thing can change the behavior of people to you and it's an important time to to do some reflection and some strategic thinking so you don't want to you want to I would say you should absolutely remain anonymous yeah yeah so it, it really depends state by state but if you can remain anonymous in the actual signing process definitely do so and if you're comfortable not sharing it all over social media do that as well because yeah you might find that that friend of a friend of a friend that now has a multi multi level marketing company is banging on the door saying, "Hey, I I know you have enough to afford this. You'd need to try all my products," and um, you might get a little more attention than you necessarily want. Yeah, I think, and I think that's the major reason. Uh, th- there's a lot of people who don't really understand business, but have ideas for how money can be spent, and they think, you know, here's a great way to to do something with this. Let's, let's make it more productive if they're, if they're thinking about business. Um, or maybe they have a consumption item, or maybe you have a consumption item. Maybe, it, maybe you need to sort of <laughs> almost keep it anonymous from yourself. You know, think of yourself as two, two different people, the person who's all excited about all the different ways that you could spend this new moolah. Yeah. And then the second person is, well, let's be a little thought more, more thoughtful about it and make some rational decisions. Um, I definitely think if I won the lottery, I'd want to celebrate and buy something big for me. What would you buy? If you won, let's say you won a million dollars, what would you buy? Oh, that's a good question. A million dollars? Yeah. I won't hold you to it when you win, but. I know. <laughs> oh, that's such a tough decision. I don't know what I would spend. I'd probably buy something, I don't know, something I don't need, like a Louis Vuitton purse. A Louis Vuitton purse. I well, might buy I, already, a I have a Louis Vuitton purse, but there's one that's kind of in my bucket list right now that I'm like, oh, I really want that. That'd be great for work. And Yeah, and I think people can relate to that. Than... I mean, lots of people keep a bucket list, maybe a trip, yeah. you know, maybe uh, something that they've, they've been wanting to save for and haven't gotten there yet or or some idea um, or a consumptive item. I think I I might buy a new car. It's only because someone close to me recently bought a new car and I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> so the new car smell. I'm not, I'm not a car yeah. person either, but I might buy a hot new car. I don't know. Um, car would be fun. Yeah. Or a house. I might buy a house. Um, <laughs> although I think, again, um, a person should be strategic and think about you know, the consequences of this new money and any purchase they might make. But that's the problem with, you know, if, you, if you're sharing it with lots of people, they might cloud your thinking on yeah. what's going to be the most important thing for you to allocate that money. Yeah. Well, and like you just, perfect example, you just said, okay, well, what would you buy? And I think that is kind of the common um, theme around, oh, if you win something, if you won money, okay, how are you going to spend it now? No one's saying, oh, what is your saving strategy for the, these dollars? It's always, oh, what are you going to go buy? How are you going to go spend it now that you have it? Um, and I, I think it's helpful to say now your next step is going to be, okay, let's let's get together with some financial professionals, maybe your financial advisor, another little plug for Altius, um, probably your tax accountant to get some clarity on, okay, what are maybe some smart next steps rather than just how can I spend this as fast as possible? Yeah, and I think that might even be the first step. Call us before you even claim. Yeah. <laughs> so we can give you some advice on how to keep it confidential and so forth. But, or, and obviously your, your accountant or, or uh, you know, someone who helps you with regard to taxes, because that's going to change things. You're, you're going to have some taxes due. And 
So I think making sure, like you said, making sure you're getting some good advice. Um, we all know that nothing comes for free, even though someone who wins the lottery might feel that way. There's a price tag. Yeah. You know, there's a price tag in terms of the pressure of making good decisions with it. And it can be a, it could be an, a lot of emotional turmoil in making those kinds of big, big decisions. And it's important that you have some good advice. Exactly. So the winner is actually going to be offered two, two decisions. So they can either take the lump sum. So you've got this one-time large tax hit, which maybe that could make you go from being someone who makes maybe 50K to maybe someone who makes 500K or 5 million in one calendar year. So that would be the lump sum option. You would have basically an immediate tax hit from that one calendar year because that's been one-time distribution. The other option is what's called installment payments. And so this is just basically installment payments in the form of an annuity. And an annuity is just saying, okay, I'm going to pay out these dollars over a set amount of time or over the lifetime of the recipient. In most of my research, it sounds like they do some weird 29-year thing, but <laughs> reach out to us and we'll reanalyze this <laughs> if you're a lottery winner and we'll make sure we get the best option for you. Um, for some of our retired clients, this might sound familiar. You might be thinking, oh, wait, lump sum retirement annuity. What I, I did that with my annuity account or I did that with my 403B account. Um, how, what, what's the difference here? And it's honestly, it's very similar, if not the same math equation. You're trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to get a better return on in the long term? Am I going to have a better underlying return if I'm taking these payments over a long time frame? Or am I getting a better payout if I take a one-time distribution and then go ahead and invest it on my own? The big, huge difference here is for people who are retired, you maybe can pull this out and keep it in a tax diverse. What is the word I'm looking for? Tax qualified, you mean? Yeah, tax qualified, but something that you haven't paid the taxes on it yet. And maybe if you keep it in that structure, you're not going to tax deferred. You're not going to have paid the taxes until you start spending those dollars. If you choose to pull out a lump sum in the lottery situation, you have to pay taxes. If you choose the lump sum for a retirement situation, sometimes there's ways to continue deferring those taxes. Wow, we went from uh, the fun <laughs> thrill of having a big, <laughs> a big lottery winnings to uh, the downer of ta the tax man. Um, but that's part of the part of the issue. And like you said, it's it's a it's a math equation. There's there's that idea of annuity or or you know a series of payments over the course of your lifetime that you can take, or you can take the big the big chunk up front. But like Taylor was saying, uh, it's it's a lot of it's about taxes. Uh, again, if you're talking about a lump sum distribution from a pension plan. You have options to be able to continue to defer the taxes. Yeah. When you do that with lottery winners, you really have to pay the tax all at once uh, when you receive that distribution. So that's a big thing. You know, changing your tax bracket in one year, find yourself zipping up that those uh, tax brackets all the way on up to thirty-seven percent or higher. Uh, that can be a real a real um, hit. And but. Like you said, it's a math problem. We, we help people make the math and emotional decisions about what their needs are right now. So it's important to, again, be deliberate about it, depending upon what other income you might have in that time and what earnings you might expect for the future. Are you going to retire? Can you afford to retire because of this big winnings? Um, you know, making those kinds of calculations and decisions is crucial. Yeah, definitely. So... Unfortunately, is so the different one of the other differences between looking at this from a retirement perspective versus a 
uh, lottery perspective is retirement, you're looking at, okay, what kind of return am I getting on those dollars if I choose the other option? If I choose to take a lump sum or if I choose to take an annuity, what what are the return differences that I could be ex- um, I could be expecting or assuming? For the lottery stuff, I didn't really see any kind of cost of living adjustment. So I don't know that there is, like Mike, you said you had clients who had previously had earnings in this way. Did they have any kind of so I, I in both cases in both cases they took a lump sum. Okay. Um, you know it was it was an interesting situation in both cases where they um, they were people who came to me because they won the lottery they had already spent some of it and they were on the road to spending it very quickly. Yeah. They made the decision to take the lump sum before even consulting an advisor and having some of that math and tax calculation and lifestyle and all the kind of long-term planning that we do for people, they just were like off to the races. You know, I want to buy a truck. I'm going to put some money into my brother's uh, restaurant. And um, before I had even met them, they already had spent a substantial sum of it. And that's, again, why it sort of sours me. I think that's one of the biggest issues. I know we want to talk about, you know, what happens if if someone does win and it would, you know, for most of our clients, that'd be great. Um, But uh, it doesn't change a person. You know, it's kind of weird how... At least it won't immediately. You're the same person, you know, before you won the lottery, the day before and the day after, you're basically the same person with the same baggage and the same strengths <laughs> and, you know, the same same emotional makeup and you got the same friends and they have the same, you know, sort of relationship with you and, and same family and so forth. So it's like all of a sudden the, the cash injection is a big change in your life, but you're not really a different person. Maybe you'll become a different person. But it doesn't make you better. It's like we say, you know, money doesn't make a person better. It doesn't necessarily make them happier. It does give them more choices, and that's what a lottery does. But if a person isn't deliberate about it and saying, well, okay, this is a big change in my life, and how am I going to change my decisions about what I want to do with my life, then they can, uh, frankly, piss it away. And that's what happened in, in both cases that I had. They they were just – and I think that's fairly common. I, I, I read a study – this was a while ago, but I bet the, the conclusions are the same, that most people who win large sums like that or inherit large sums, most people who have a big windfall who weren't really working for it or preparing for it or you know having their psychology go along with it, you know, earning it along the way, yeah. they don't keep it. In some way or another, they lose it or they, you know, they invest unwisely. They, you know, they have, like I said, you know, a brother or somebody who's going to say, you know, invest in my restaurant that doesn't, they don't know how to run a restaurant. Um, you know, yeah. it, it's very frequent, very frequent, overwhelmingly that lottery winners uh, don't end up with much, uh, you know, 10 years later. Well, and I wonder if it's because of what you were saying. It's it's like it's found money. It's It's that dollar in the purse that I mean not dollar but it's like the hundred dollar bill that you found in the back of the purse or the back of the your pocket where you go oh I didn't know I had that now you go oh let's go out to dinner because we found this dollar or found this hundred bucks I wonder if it's that same type of situation and if maybe being planful about it so kind of the way that we work with clients who maybe they have generational planning so you're looking at okay maybe your kids are going to inherit something and so let's make sure that you're talking with your kids about their financial situation and how they're having their saving structure so that when maybe down the road they do inherit these dollars, they don't just go and piss them away. Yeah, and I think that's probably the big lesson and helpful for people who don't. Obviously, it can be helpful for someone if they if they won the lottery and inherited a big sum of money or, or had some kind of big windfall. 
But you know, how is it applicable to our other listeners who don't even gamble or who don't even think that way or who will never even have that kind of windfall? What, what, you know, how, what's the takeaway for them? Yeah, definitely. So I, I think it's helpful to look at this as it's not just a I won the lottery um, podcast. It's a, okay, I had some life change. So maybe, yeah, maybe it's I had a big inheritance. Maybe it's, oh, I had this annuity that I'd been contributing to over the years. and I, I maybe forgot about it and it, I was going through all my paperwork in the back of my closet and I found that I contributed to this maybe investment account or annuity account or... Um, maybe my cousin's sister's brother's best friend just passed away and I inherited something. Um, maybe it's even, hey, I got a new job or I got a new pay raise. And maybe trying to figure out how to live within a new set of means, maybe in a new tax bracket, maybe with a new cost of living. Those are great opportunities to say, okay, hey, here's something big. Let's reflect and be artful about what we're going to do next. Yeah, so it's really any kind of large inflow of money or large change, even to your expenses. That can be a great time to evaluate yeah. your overall financial planning strategy, your budget needs, what kind of tax impacts uh, are going to come from the decisions you're making or not making, uh, and what are your investing next steps. I think those are the, those are the big uh, things. Yeah, and one of the things I've definitely noticed, um, speaking with just some different people lately, I, I feel... The hardest thing is what you don't know that you don't know. <laughs> um, and I, definitely taxes and anything around financial planning strategy. And I feel there's so many little loopholes of, oh, you can contribute a little bit more to this account at this age, or you can do up to this contribution as long as you have this certain income level. I think having that kind of information be the baseline of, okay, here are some next steps for me. Just looking for clarity is is really what kind of needs to be broadly shared for everyone. And so I'm hoping that these podcasts can definitely be a resource for others to say, okay, hey, maybe maybe I learned a, a little tidbit that I didn't maybe know before, and maybe that could be helpful for making these next steps. Sorry, I don't know if that kind of went off off the side, but I, I feel, yeah, the, the people who aren't making the right decisions when they get these kinds of inflows, it's maybe because... They were unaware of really even what to do. Which yeah, and, and that's partly, you know, again, this is a little bit self-serving, um, <laughs> or at least for the industry, right? Yeah. The industry financial advisor's job is to help provide context, you know, um, a little perspective and, and some wisdom in terms yeah. of not only all those little, you know, you mentioned little loopholes, little tax rules, uh, little pieces of knowledge that add up to lots of savings or, or a better life, you know, someone making better decisions with the resources they have for a better life. And, you know, to kind of recap, I'd say step one is, you know, calm down. Um, just as, uh, you know, when something big bad happens, you know, like, I don't know, um, the market crashes or get a divorce or something really- Car you know, accident. Yeah, um, yeah. A good step is to say, wait, it's not the end of the world. Um, it may feel like it, but let me let me kind of refocus and, and calibrate where I'm at right now. And the same thing, if you have something really good happen, it's great to celebrate. But you know, calm down a little bit and and be uh, be a little bit. We've used this term a lot, but be reflective and get some good advice. You know, and and how do you want how do you want to integrate this new information, whether it's good or bad, into your life and and uh, and make it work for you. So thank you, everyone, for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate you tuning in. We are still doing these every other Friday. So 
feel free to tune in this Friday and then two Fridays from now. We do invite you to like, follow, subscribe, friend, be be part of our social network. So we do have Instagram, Facebook, Mike has a Twitter, we've got LinkedIn, all of our platforms are saved under Altius Financial. So feel free to follow along with those platforms as well. We're posting everything as far as our Capitalize Your Fridays podcast, we're updating people on our Terminology Tuesdays, and we're keeping you up to date with our Altius events, which we hope all of our listeners and all of our clients are tuning into those virtual and in-office events as well. Once again, if you have any kind of questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, if you need help and are looking for a financial advisor, reach out to us, taylor at altiusfinancial.com or Mike at or Michael at altiusfinancial.com or check out our, our website. We do have lots of free and helpful resources on there, www.altiusfinancial.com. Thank you so much for joining. Have a wonderful weekend. Definitely capitalize on your Fridays and your weekend. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.